0: Yeah, wonderful question. So unstoppable, it's an interesting word because it sort of means can't be stopped, right? (laughs) So I look at um, some of the sort of main journey through life. We reach uh, retirement or so-called retirement. And then I've observed, you know, some people almost resign. Like now I'm resigning. Yeah, I'm resigning and I'm retired. And I'm sort of almost waiting and hovering because it's like sort of, you know, what do I do now? um for me unstoppable is very clear to me that i've made a declaration to myself that i will probably never retire because i don't <laughs> wish to resign uh, or resign my energy or resign my life or be dictated that now yeah now you've reached a certain age you can actually retire the podcast's empire podcast mastery for women in business
1: the alchemy of abundance. Our episode today is welcoming a collaborative author inside the Unstoppable series. We have an unstoppable guest joining us, an author who has unlocked the secrets to leaving an incredible legacy through overcoming adversity. Her remarkable insights and experiences have touched the lives of countless individuals, inspiring them to rise above challenges and make their mark on the world. Get ready to embark on a transformative journey as we delve into the wisdom and resilience of our incredible guest, Barsha, one of the collaborative authors behind the Unstoppable book series, Book number three, produced by the wonderful Elsa Morgan. So grab a cuppa, sit back, relax, and be prepared to be inspired as we explore the power of perseverance and the legacy we can all create. Let's begin this unstoppable conversation. Welcome, Barsha, to the podcast Empire. And The Alchemy of Abundance is your chapter title Tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write a chapter about overcoming adversity and leaving a legacy and how that ties into your chapter title as well.
0: Well thanks very much for this amazing opportunity, Tracy. this whole experience with uh, being a co-author for Unstoppable. Uh, first and foremost, I believe when we are actually writing and putting paper, putting pen to paper, is actually a very healing experience. So what inspired me was the opportunity, A, to go on like a healing journey for myself, um, although it is my second co-authored book. So it was sort of a part healing journey, and also it is about my passion women. I mean, women are a force to be reckoned with. So when I heard it was a book for women, it was just goosebumps. And it was just like that full body yes, like there was no doubt that I didn't want to be part of this project. And because of working with women in my women's retreats over the years, and also being, you know, a mother of two children and lost two babies, and, you know, that this force that we have, we have this incredible uh, warrior goddess energy And so the opportunity to share and inspire through my story or parts of my story and what I'm doing today to leave a legacy through my company and my business, um, I think it is for inspiration for other women and to also just shed a light that, you know, a lot of us are known as entrepreneurs, but wow, if they actually knew what women actually go through, not just childbirth, (laughs) but the pain, the adversities. Um, the hell and back again, the near-death experiences, whatever it is. So that really was the catalyst for me, just launching into, into writing for this amazing book and really grateful to Elsa Morgan and, of course, also to Aggie who really um, held the space. And I think also I just wanted to say I really believe that, you know, heart-centred entrepreneurs, like coming from a heart consciousness, meant that I could write my chapter from the heart so that was also a catalyst for saying yes to this opportunity
1: I love how you really enveloped like holding the space for other women as well, because that's kind of one of the foundational pieces of the Unstoppable series and how you've really embraced that and rose your hand and said, yep, this is me. Boxes checked. This is where I want to be. This is where I feel aligned. I'm doing this in my business and I love helping women. And women, they hold that space for other women, especially in the entrepreneurial journey wherever we come in at as well. Now, what intrigues me as well is everybody has a different idea perspective of what unstoppable is. Now, this is about overcoming adversity and leaving a legacy. But what does um, unstoppable personally mean to you, Basha?
0: Yeah, wonderful question. So unstoppable, it's an interesting word because it sort of means can't be stopped, right? (laughs) So I look at um, some of the sort of main journey through life. We reach uh, retirement or so-called retirement, and then I've observed, you know, some people almost resign, like now I'm resigning. Yeah, I'm resigning and I'm retired And I'm sort of almost waiting and hovering because it's like sort of, you know, what do I do now? Um, For me, Unstoppable is very clear to me that I've made a declaration to myself that I will probably never retire because (laughs) I don't wish to resign uh, or resign my energy or resign my life or be dictated that now, yeah, now you've reached a certain age, you can actually retire. So Unstoppable for me in that way means that passion projects Um, will be my continued way so I'll be unstoppable because the passion projects and I believe that a lot of women will also be looking at how can we be even more of service how can we be the wisdom keepers how can we help the next generation of young women and teenagers navigate these challenging times so that is sort of what unstoppable means to me so the second aspect of that is that I'm an entrepreneur. So in the 13th century, it's a French word, goes right back to that time, means undertaking. So we're undertaking something. So we're also taking some action. So as an entrepreneur, that's also been away since about 23 years old to now and moving forward. Um, being an entrepreneur is unstoppable to me because when you're undertaking Yes, you're a business owner as well, but I feel like there's two different meanings. Like an entrepreneur is like really embracing, you know, the passion and the desire and then creating uh, the abundance uh, flow through that uh, rather than maybe an incredibly set business model. So that's another reason um, that I feel it's unstoppable. And I feel like we're all souls and we all have consciousness. The one thing we all have in common is that we do have a soul. Um, And so if we are to really work with our soul, our soul carries on, right? So it's unstoppable and also carries on into the next life. So when we're leaving a legacy in this life, then our soul is also carrying that legacy forth to the to the next life, if that's what we believe in that there is a next life, um, and I do believe also that one of the top five regrets um, that I've read about when someone is, you know, getting close to transcending this lifetime, is that they wish that they could have done what they wanted to do in their life. So part of unstoppable for me is I. Yeah, I'm a freedom lover, I'm a sovereign, you know, living woman of the soil. So if I create parallel systems rather than the dictates of the three-dimensional, you know, life that we are part of, then I'm also unstoppable because that's a choice that I've made in this lifetime.
1: Absolutely. Mm. And breaking those, you know, generational cycles, you know, we can definitely change and it's in our DNA, right? We can definitely change those generational cycles. We can change our Mm. family's financial blueprints. I love the powerful statements that you declared then. And it is for our listeners, our women listeners today, as part of this Unstoppable series of... It has so many different meanings in so many different ways and our story has so much potential like yours, Barsha, to unlock someone else's prison or potential as well. Mm. And when you were talking, it reminded me of um, an interview I'd done with Les Brown and he said, Tracy the most expensive real estate on earth is the graveyard because that's where our dreams go to die. So when you mentioned, you know, that they wish they'd lived life on their terms or done what they wanted to when people are transcending, you know, into wherever they're going next, it um, is just such a valuable reminder as well to... Be thankful for each day. Thank you so much mm. for sharing that, Basha, because that is just uh, so enlightening for somebody who needs to hear that message during this episode today. Now, I'm really intrigued with this title, The Alchemy of Abundance. (laughs) I love it. I keep going back to it. Can you maybe share like a little snippet or an insight or specific strategies or a technique that you share and discuss in your chapter of the Unstoppable book to overcome Mm. adversity and leave a legacy?
0: Yeah. So, everything I've, you know, shared so far is very much a part of, of the chapter that I've been privileged to write. Um, What I feel in answer to your question is that whatever we are experiencing, because our soul has come into this world to learn in this lifetime, we choose our parents, we choose all the situations that we find ourselves in, is to, if we are faced with an adversity, no matter how big it is, is to take stock of it not to try and get rid of it. So there's a deep understanding about the getting rid of something because we always want to get rid of our headache, our depression, you know, our trauma or our mother-in-law or whatever it is. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, if you have an understanding about energy and energy can never be destroyed. So that's a very basic premise. Energy can be transmuted, shifted, changed, um, things like that. But cannot be destroyed. So why are we always wanting to get rid of something? So what I'm really saying is if we are faced with the hell and back or the trauma or the abuse or whatever the situation is, is, um, yes, it's, it's, you know, not an easy situation, but allowing us to say, okay, take stock. Um, If it is, yeah, welcome in the pain, like look at the pain in the eye we get to a situation where you can look at that grief, that pain, that unexplained anger, whatever it is, and see it as a messenger. See if you can get to the level of seeing it as a messenger and how can I work with this? What is it actually teaching me? And also ask yourself, does it really belong to me? Because I do talk a lot about um, one of the areas I'm specialized in, which is family constellation work, which is ancestral healing in the book, and um, there are repeated obstacles, patterns, even encounters and experiences that actually do not belong to us, but we carry them in this lifetime. And um, so we actually can also ask, you know, hey, anger, do you really belong to me? You know, who could you belong to? And it is quite incredible when you actually tune in or learn to tune in who it could Belong to, and that opens up for opportunities for healing, or like you said, for clearing some of the transgenerational entanglements that will keep coming. Because remember, energy can't be destroyed. So, that is something. And I think also, number one, and I see that with all my private clients, which are predominantly women, um, is that if you go through a lifetime and really still don't know what your sole purpose is. It can really affect your decisions in business or anything you do in your life. So, clarity on soul purpose, but equally define it like, what is my soul purpose? Define the soul clarity. And every year, why not have a consult with someone like myself to really redefine soul clarity? I mean, we go and redefine our business with our lawyer or accountant once a year, but I feel like strategy is super important, but so are the energetics. Because we are all, um, we're actually electrical circuitry. We're, we're beings of light, like we're made out of light. So, so I really, really see with my clients, the greatest shifts actually come from working with those energetics. And then we apply strategy. Because unless those are clear, they'll keep coming up, no matter how many strategies were put in place in our business or how many lawyers were visited or paid, thousands of dollars to a consultant it actually doesn't sort the root cause of what is the issue yeah Oh so there's I just so
1: many be... golden nuggets there, Go My head is spinning. Absolutely wonderful. I love it. And you know, everything is energy. We hear it. Everything is energy. And just we, we're so computerized in this no, nine to five robotic. We we forget that we can have awareness just to make those little changes. What you are what you were saying is just so powerful, so many golden nuggets. You're chapter the alchemy of abundance will be so helpful for somebody looking searching for their soul's desire and seeing how they can actually change uh because if things don't change things don't change so it's important Mm. work you're doing with women to be able to heal transform bring joy and abundance to their lives as well and you're an entrepreneur, you run your women's retreats, you've got clients, you're the go-to expert in your field. Do you have three tips for anybody thinking about starting a business?
0: Mm-hmm. I certainly do. What I would just like to very quickly add to this last piece we we're talking about, and it's a really simple thing, is visualization is actually more powerful than knowledge. So to all women, and what I talked about is not spiritual woo-woo stuff. I really focus on energy, quantum energetics, you know, vibration, frequency, transmissions, because that is also grounded in quantum physics and it's been scientifically proven. So those aspects, visualization is more powerful than knowledge. So, And that actually leads in really well to the three um, sort of tips because I'm getting really excited here. So if uh, your question, um, I know when I was preparing, was anyone thinking of starting a business or going into business? So I looked at it really clearly from that aspect. Number one is to identify your identity. And that really means that is part of intention setting. Like if you don't really know what your genius is, what your natural gifts and talents are, then you may have a, a I see women coming to me, they think they know what their gifts and talents are. But when we actually look at it from an energetic frequency, like of their birth date, which carries a lot of information and data, um, they don't actually really realise or they need affirming. Or what happens is that they're so surprised because I'll actually tell them, actually, do you know your natural gifts lie there? And they go, oh, I had that vision when I was four years old, but I did nothing about it. So basically, soul purpose, soul clarity, intention. And it's so number one intention, are three tips. That is your what, your why, your when, and your where. So that's an awesome journaling heartstorming, not a brainstorming. Like otherwise, we just stay in the mind. So get that down on paper, on an audio file. And then follow your passion, having worked out or discovered really what is my sole purpose. Um, So from there, be consistent. Number two, forget, and this is a bit of an interesting claim to make, we do have traditional business models where we are asked to create a five-year strategy business plan before we even start. What I find is that most women when they've done the what, the where, the when and uh, the why, if they start with the how, so you leave the how till last. If you start with the how, these ladies will come to me and say, well, how can I get the money? How can I, you know, lease this retail shop? How can I buy that big, beautiful, eco-sustainable piece of land? And I said, if you start with the how, you'll never start. You'll Mm -hmm. never start because it'll be so overwhelming. So a lot of women, well, just in general, not just women, Um, It's statistically proven that the two emotions that stop us moving forward is procrastination and overwhelm. And I do believe we're good as women at experiencing both those emotions, right? Sometime in our life. So if you think you have to have some incredibly executed business plan to start your business, it could possibly put you into overwhelm And procrastination, I'll do it next year when I've got enough money. So what I'm saying is number two is like, just do it. Like Nike says, just do it once you've done step one, which we've just talked about, and you're following that fire in your belly, that passion, that warrior goddess energy, and you will once the how, you gift it to the universe and you really trust through alchemical processes, most of that how will happen when we take action. Without action, action is more yang energy. We need some of that yang energy, the male energy, for all that manifestation to flow to us. And often the how takes care of itself quite magically. So... That's number two. Number three, remain fluid. Be like the water flowing around the rocks. If an obstacle comes up like a big boulder, flow like the river. Be fluid. Be fluid. I'm organising a four-day festival right now, which is written about in the book, New Earth NZ, um, which is a visionary and wellness festival. If I would not remain fluid, it would be just very, very stressful. So those three tips, basically, I'd love to pass on to people today. And in my book chapter, just to finish off that, is I've gifted uh, a channeled blueprint, which is basically like a model of basically how I work when I'm consulting to um, entrepreneurs or helping with healing and helping with the energetics. Thank you. Oh,
1: what a valuable resource for entrepreneurs that are maybe – rebranding, just starting out, trying to discover their purpose um, and align it with their business. What a wonderful resource and great business tips. Barsha, what kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today?
0: Yeah, I'd like to leave the audience with um, a sort of a sentence or two, which is featured in my book that really, really resonates deeply with me and I feel it will also reach everyone that is You know, listening to the podcast, and that is nothing burns more deeply in our soul than the burning desire to be ourselves, have wings to fly, and live the life of our dreams. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I cannot wait, honestly, to read your chapter. So insightful, so many golden nuggets, and so many resources for women entrepreneurs that have overcome adversity to leave a legacy. Thank you so much, Barsha, for joining us today on this incredible episode. And we hope that you as our listeners found our conversation with this inspiring author of the Unstoppable Book series as captivating as I did. So if you're ready to embark on your own journey of resilience and leave a lasting legacy, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more empowering content. And while you're at it, we'd really greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share your thoughts or comments or perspective on today's episode. And to dive even deeper into the world of the Unstoppable book series, be sure to grab your very own copy and immerse yourself into the stories that will ignite your determination and push you beyond your limits to be the better version of yourself and to become more authentic. Connect with our extraordinary guest on social media in the show note links below and stay updated on Barsha's latest insights and projects. And remember, it is never too late to start creating your own unstoppable legacy. Thank you once again for joining us, Barsha, and we can't wait to have you back on another unstoppable episode. We will see you in the pod. Bye for now.
0: Thank you so much, Tracy. Really appreciate it. The Podcats Empire, Podcast Mastery for Women in Business.